Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to The Angel Connection, a weekly show about all things angelic with your host, international healer and author, C.J. Martins. My angel friends, this is CJ Martis, and you're listening to the Angel Connection Show on Friday, May 17th. Hope everybody's had a fantastic week. I know that mine just sort of blew past, so I know that everybody probably at least had a very busy week or rapid week. Um, but, you know, when we get to the angel message, I actually heard, of course, right before the show when I did the message, things are actually plateauing out this coming week, so we can all... There will be much rejoicing, I'm sure, in, in many of us who have been trying to stay centered and keep up with the pace of this year because it's just been an incredible year. Um, wonderful energy is coming in, but, of course, there's been a big shakeup with all of this uh, transformation and realignment with divine energies. So. And tonight I welcome, I'm, I'm excited, we were chatting a little bit before, um, about my, my chart, actually. I don't know hardly anything about astrology. Yes, I'm a multi-talented person, but I don't know much. And I'm having a, a fellow host, she has her own show, Janet Hickox, to, to speak about this and how we can learn about it and how it can actually benefit us in our daily lives. You know me, everyone, I'm the practical gal, right? How does this stuff apply? And I looked at the chart and it... It looks like lots of neat lines and scribbles, so I think it's a very fascinating subject. So happy to share that with everybody this evening. And, you know, I uh, always do my inspiring news, and I, this kind of caught my eye. I was a little bit busier today than normal. Normally I have a little time to peruse uh, these inspiring stories. But I do this segment, for those of you that aren't familiar with the show, because I I love it, you know, to to really highlight when people are in the right place at the right time or when they go above and beyond, you know, to to be that angel for other people. So, of course, angels are my big thing, obviously, uh, being camped out with them every day, all day for 14 years. So, But there's two little children that are very lucky to be alive tonight uh, when their home caught fire. And the unfortunate thing when the home caught fire is that they were all alone. Um, the grandmother had left to take one of the children a few blocks away to a bus stop, leaving, unfortunately, a one-year-old and three-year-old child in the home by itself. It caught fire in that small amount of time that she was gone, and there were two uh, men across the street who were school custodians, or one was a school custodian, and the other was a security guard. They see the smoke and fire coming out, start to come out of the chimney, so they, they actually ran across the street, hopped over the fence, um, and get into the house, and in the midst of all this smoke is a baby in a high chair and a little boy who were terrified, and they quickly got the children out. Um, and in fact, these two guys get the children out and actually put out the fire. So these two good Samaritans who are in the right place at the right time not only save the children, but they also save this person's home. And we know how hard times can be right now. That would be, to me, uh, one of the most devastating losses, not only, of course, of ch- child's life, but you know, of all of your, all of your stuff, a roof over your head. So, because I express gratitude every day that I have a roof over my head. I don't know about you, because a lot of people don't, do they? And so, whenever we can be that inspiration, not only to us hearing about these stories, but to other people in your life. So you never know when you might be somebody's angel, and so. I know that there's always times in our life when, you know, we can definitely behave like the angels and help others. So without further ado here, here is the angel message this week uh, for May 17th. Dear ones, the energetic intensity you've been feeling over the past couple months will feel lighter this upcoming week as the world reaches an integration plateau where things begin to rebalance themselves again. This is good news for those who have had a difficult time with remaining in the present moment and finding balance during this enormous energetic shift your world has been experiencing so far this year. 
We wish to speak to you this week about something that is important for you to realize and understand during this special time. And our chosen teaching is about discernment and trusting your own inner wisdom. Every person, every person, they don't want me to emphasize that, has a direct divine connection and ability to be intuitive. It's important during such an era of spiritual shift that you not only seek greater knowledge to become whole, but that you always trust yourself to know what is the truth for you and what is not. Many are awakened now and can access divine information in a very powerful way, and many of them have decided to become light workers to help others heal. This is a beautiful way of being in service to the world. Even with such beautiful gifts being shared, though, you must also understand that there are many who claim that they are awakened or enlightened, but they are still very wounded themselves and can try to help others while avoiding their own inner work. This can ultimately lead to additional trauma being created rather than the healing you may have been searching for. Of course, it's important to ask for help when you need it, and we are always affirming this fact in our messages messages to you each week because it can be often difficult sometimes to reach out to other people when you need help. When seeking out assistance from spiritual healers or those you feel are more adept at using their intuition, it's just important that you always continue to trust your own feelings and to remember that you always have a choice in every matter. If you begin to work with somebody but continue to have feelings that tell you something isn't quite right, Just listen to that inner voice because you're probably right. There are even those who aren't trying to help others but using people to gain energy for their own purposes. And with the polarity of your world, these types of people will always exist, so you should just be aware, not afraid, but aware that they, they do. Remember, there will never be a better substitute for your own wisdom and inner guidance, and no one can ultimately give you your truth but they can definitely help you find it on your own. That is what this big shift is all about, remembering who you truly are and the wonderful gifts that you possess. Learn to have greater trust and faith in yourself this week while continuing to create community with others who are also on the spiritual path. Help yourself and help each other. So much is possible when people work together toward a common goal. Use discernment to guide you to the best path for healing And know that your angels help you with this discernment process all the time. It is time, precious child of light, to believe you are wise and to have greater faith in your unique abilities. These primary ideas of faith and belief in yourself are paramount to navigating the energy that is pouring into your world at this special time. Have some fun this week. Remember to play and be lighthearted for a little while every day. And as always, call upon us whenever you need us. We are only a thought away. Until next time, dear ones, we are the Seraphim. That's a real powerful message this week, guys. You know, and and something that the Seraphim were showing me and why they chose this, and I don't normally speak after the message, but it's good to understand that the world's sort of full of all kinds of people. So what they really want to affirm is that Our initial instincts, you know, our initial intuition should always be the last say. You know what I mean? So when someone is is telling you things and they don't ring true for you, that's okay. But we always have a choice. And I, I appreciate them talking about this because people are waking up all over the place. And, of course, they're excited and they're sharing. And so we don't want to always, you know, think that others are are wiser than we are, but we do need to work together to help heal this planet, to help heal ourselves. Well, without further ado here, Janet Hickox is a former metaphysical book owner, and Janet has been interested in all kinds of things, spiritual, including astrology, numerology, Mayan astrology, the Mayan calendar, and A Course in Miracles for the past 20 years. She studied biology and chemistry at Western Washington University and has a career experience in sales and sales management. This unique background has helped her to blend the world of the left brain and that of the right, creating an appreciation for the esoteric and physical world. And She now has her own weekly radio show on Thursdays 
and is one of my fellow Authentic You hosts. Her show, Living Astrology, Tapping into the Magic of the Cosmos for Practical Guidance and Wisdom, is an adventure into the ancient art of astrology, demystifying some of its secrets and learning the practical applications of using astrology in your personal life. And that's exactly why I'm welcoming Janet to the Angel Connection this evening. Hello, Janet. Hello, CJ. I'm glad to be here. Well, I am so glad, and you have such you have such a bubbly, perky energy. So I, <laughs> I like high energy people, and and you're happy, and and it, it really shows. It shows on Facebook or all of our interactions. So I'm really I'm delighted to have you on the show. And something I didn't tell everybody is, for the purpose of the show, Janet has actually pulled my chart. So this should be very interesting to learn a little bit about me. Um, yeah. But. I'm a pretty transparent person, most people who follow the show, so we'll, we we're gonna we're gonna dig right in that. But I always start, you know, since we have an hour, which gosh, that goes by quickly enough as it is, but we have an hour. Indeed. And so what would you like to share with the listeners first before we get started? You know, kind of about your own own spiritual journey or some things that you'd like to share about yourself before we get into our topic. Well, you know, what's really funny, CJ, is that uh, as I was listening to you uh, reading uh, my my bio to everybody, I thought, wow, that really sounds like a Gemini having <laughs> two different um, uh, things that, that she was, you know, very much involved in, one, one being, you know, very spiritual and the other one being uh, extraordinarily scientific or, or, you know, being of, of a totally different world. And, and as I'm hearing you say that, I went, you know, I actually lived this life. And as a Gemini myself, it seems extraordinary that I've been on that journey. And uh, one of the things that I share with people sparingly, but uh, I'm beginning to own it more and more, is that I did not learn astrology in the way that people normally go about learning something like that. Indeed, what happened for me is I, for lack of a better way to describe it, I remembered it. And this happened when my now 22-year-old son was 10, or he was 9, I guess, and he went to a garage sale across the street from us. And you know how people put out those boxes of free books and things, you know, things that they couldn't sell? And so he was rummaging through these uh, boxes, and he found a book. And the book was, um, uh, it had crystals on the front, and he knew I really liked rocks and stones and crystals, so he brought it and said, here, Mom, you're really going to love this book. And I said, oh, thank you. Well, at the time I was working and I had four kids that were, you know, young and I was busy. So I took the book and I put it on the bookshelf intending to read it, you know, at some point down the line. And that book traveled my house for about three or four days. And when I say traveled my house, I mean that I would come home from work and it would be on the floor in front of the bookcase. And I'd pick it up thinking, oh, the dog knocked it off. Or, you know, I had rambunctious kids, and they were running through the house, I'm sure, and knocked the book over. And then one day the book showed up in my bedroom. And I said to the kids, who put the book in my room? And they all said, we didn't, we didn't. And my husband, I asked him, and he said, I didn't. Well, I haven't touched the book. And I went, well, that's just too weird. I took the book, and I put it back on the bookshelf, because I still don't have the time to read that book. And about an hour, I went downstairs to the basement, did some laundry, came back upstairs, and I'll be darned if that book was not on my bed again and now opened up. And, I mean, I'm getting chills as I remember this whole story because it was so, so different to me to have this happening in my life. And I went over and I finally looked at the book and I said, well, I guess you want me to read you. And as I read the name of the book, I realized it was a book about the planet Chiron, and Chiron in astrology is representative of the wound that we carry and how we heal uh, that wound through our lives. And uh, it was called Rainbow Bridge uh, Across the Out. I don't know. Anyway, I don't remember the name of the book, but I sat down and I read that book from cover to cover. And it was a watershed moment because it caused me to remember astrology. I began doing readings within the next week with people. And so it was a really interesting journey, one that is difficult uh, to own because people usually expect you to have studied something in order to know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, that is a, I think you should own that story, though, because I, I think that when things are meant to be, you know, that a lot of it is really remembering. And the other thing, too, with, like, just 
hanging out with angels all the time and learning, there's so much that that I learned to do, not because anybody taught me. It just sort of, I don't know, downloaded. You know, it, it was just there. Yeah, and, that's exactly what it feels like, a download where it's just there. You have access to it when you just never knew you had it there before. But I was just thinking of you with four kids because I raised four kids too, and and life is crazy. And if you're working, and and I can just imagine you being stalked by this book. I think it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just sure my kids were doing this to me, but I was aware enough that you know some supernatural right. type things could happen, um, mm-hmm. and that that was completely within the realm of possibility for me that that could happen. But it was hysterical as I, you know, was going around the room asking everybody, like, did you put this book on my bed? <laughs> like an interrogation. Because <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. it can't just be happening to me. Things like this don't happen to me. But anyway, it was fun. And so how long ago? I studied, that, oh, God, oh, that was, my son's 22 now, so that was uh, 11 years ago. And it was interesting because it coincided with what I call my mid, a midlife crisis in a chart. It is when the planet Uranus is in exact opposition to its natal position in your chart and triggers life changes. And I'll tell you what, at that point in time, I, my entire life changed as I ended up um, being um, sort of involved with a metaphysical you know, life and, and before that had been much more scientific and, you know, sales-oriented, that kind of thing. So it really was a different role for me to play. Um, and literally, I, when I say play, I mean it, because this to me is my joy. Um, I just can't tell you how much good I feel when I can open up somebody's life to them, you know, where I can shine that light in sort of the dark corner of their of their life, and I see that light bulb go on for them. It's it's truly amazing, and I love every minute of doing it. So, <laughs> so I sound like a cheerleader. That's because I really am. <laughs> well, you're the astrology cheerleader. I'm the angel yeah. cheerleader. So we we get along great. And and I actually am a very right and left brain. So I love science. I love all these things too. Um, and so you can have both, man. I know that you can. Yeah, you can have both. And so, exactly. you know, when people come to you, if somebody says, I don't, "What is astrology?" I mean, how would you how would you explain, uh, you know, and and I guess I'm sure there's all kinds of ways to explain it. But how would you, for the listeners, you know, what yeah. is astrology? Well, you know, there there basically is a scientific explanation of the location of planets across the you know field of stars, blah blah blah. But really what I say astrology is, is an individual life map and that in it are the keys to unlocking your destiny, uh, the uh, challenges that you would face in this lifetime, the, um, the obstacles perhaps, the growth areas, and the gifts and talents that you have. And um, it, it's amazing to me how so many of us, even on some uh, intuitive level, are already connecting with our life maps. And the minute somebody like me comes along and says, your destiny is blah, 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 they connect with it immediately. And I see doors open wide and you know windows being thrown open for them in their lives because it's like I, I, I say often that I write permission slips for people um, because that's pretty much what it is. When I tell you that your destiny is to go out and do you know, what you're, you know, doing right now because you're feeling guilty that you're having so much fun doing it, uh, it has a, a powerful effect on people's lives. And, you know, when people are lost, you know, we've just come through this horrible economic downturn that, you know, turned a lot of people's lives topsy-turvy, um, mm-hmm. but it was a real opening for people, and that's magical to me. And practical, right? How how awesome is it that I can blend magic and practicality and helping people, uh, you know, move down through their lives. And so it's certainly um, more than a life map, I think, but it certainly Mm -hmm. isn't the scientific uh, left brain, you know, explanation that uh, an astronomer perhaps might tell you. (laughs) Right. And so so I'm sure on this journey, you know, looking at your own chart and all of that, what are just – a few things that it really helped you with. I'm sure, like you've mentioned with clients, of course, it's it's affirming because these are all probably things that they already had an inkling of, right? 
their intuition yeah. telling them, but they couldn't give themselves permission, you know, and so it's affirmed. But for you, what what did you learn about you? And I'm sure you learn a lot from just working with your clients too. Well, yeah, I, you, you know, we we tend to um, attract to us the same people that we would need to tell them something that we really need to hear ourselves. Oh, and gosh, I have yes. to giggle every time. <laughs> every time yes. I get out my soapbox and I start talking to them about a specific subject, and I'm going, you should be listening to this, Janice. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but you know what happened for me is uh, really interesting because I don't know if it's because I was a Gemini or am a Gemini or if it was because I just had so many interests. Um, I was never really sure what it was that I was here to do. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out that to, out there that have that same issue where you come to a point where it's like, you know what, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And um, I picked up a book one day on the North Node, which up until that point I hadn't really um, – I hadn't really even looked at it in a chart. It wasn't something that I had remembered with the bulk of the other things I remembered. And I was hooked as I realized that my destiny was in Leo, and a Leo destiny is about having joy and play and um, love and creative energy and sort of following a path of the heart. And, I mean, to me, I I, I felt like uh, my you know, heavy burdens that I'd had on my shoulders sort of rolled off that day uh, because I could say, oh, my gosh, that's my life path. Of course I'm supposed to have fun at what I'm doing. Why should I go out and find, you know, work as a bookkeeper or, you know, something that society claims is, you know, okay for me to do um, when my destiny is actually calling me into something much more heart-centered or soul-centered, if you will, and that I was heading in that direction, you know, by pursuing astrology. So it was almost like the biggest relief of my life to have read that and went, I mean, there were literally tears streaming uh, down my face as I, I read that. And I'm sure that's been the same opening, you know, for other people. And I was young enough at that point in time that uh, I could really see how this could help my life, right? That at 42, that my life wasn't over, right? I, I could really uh, rearrange my life and move in this direction. And I suppose there's never any time in your life when you can't do that, no matter how old you are. But um, I felt huge relief over that. So that was probably the biggest thing. Now, I also say to people that my own chart is like my personal blind spot um, because I I actually kind of view my own chart through other people's uh, charts. The things I'm telling other people are truly the things that I probably should look at in my own chart. But you know how we are. You know, if it's our own stuff, um, it sits in the background. <laughs> it, it certainly can. And you know what? It just yeah. occurs to me. You know, all of the, the planet alignment and all of the things that are going on in the stars. You know, at the time that you're born. You know, a lot of this huge shift that we're in right now, Janet, is it requires that we know ourselves. And Absolutely. I thought, wow, you know, to me, not only affirming or, you know, relief, you know, or things that you can experience with all of the detailed information you can gain from from this, mm-hmm. it's a, what a wonderful tool to know your know yourself better, your strengths, your weaknesses, you know, the, the things that you might have to work on. You go, yeah, I probably need to work on it, you know. But it, it would be, to me, just a way, one way to get more information to know yourself, know the things that are perhaps you haven't really expressed, you know, in your life. I think we've all experienced the uh, feeling of hitting a wall, you know, running up against a wall. Like every time we try to do something, um, we we hit a wall somehow. In, In the astrology chart, that's somebody that is dealing with their south node as opposed to their north node. North node shows destiny. The south node... At the exact opposite point in the uh, chart is a place of karma and um, gifts and talents that you've brought with you in this lifetime to help you move in the exact opposite direction. So, for instance, I'm going to just use your chart, if you don't mind, since... Oh, um, we can jump into that. One of the things we want to do is share... Yours is very obvious to me. Others aren't quite so obvious, but yours is. And that is that you have your destiny in Pisces, which tells me that you were destined to live a spiritual life. Uh, or walk a spiritual path and live a spiritual life. So that 
uh, your south node then is is in the exact opposite sign, which is Virgo. And Virgo would be the person that feels like they need to, you know, see to the details, to do something practical, down to earth, grounded. Um, you know, you you know would be someone that would be seemingly or could be seemingly pulled in the direction of doing what society is putting on you that is acceptable for you to do when the exact opposite is the direction you're going. So being called to do uh, the angel's work or God's work or uh, right. to live a spiritual path, that's that's your true calling. And uh, to do anything else, you would have, would have been met with resistance and uh, would have not felt complete to you. So, so yours is in particular quite striking in that uh, you definitely had a call to move toward the spiritual in your life and uh, that would feel like a, a better fit or a, a more complete you in, in that. So, and it's interesting because sometimes in life, you know, we do get away from our what you know our destiny, mm-hmm. what direction we're supposed to be to be moving. Um, yeah. For me, yeah, my my world is, uh, you know, I now call myself a mystic for lack of another archetype because the That's mystic the is the one who sees yes. Yeah, so, Perfect fits because I had a gal that on here that on the show that did archetypes and it's like yes, the mystic is those that hold like your whole life as a church. You know what I mean? The sacred. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's like living and breathing is ceremony. You know to to <laughs> to the mystic and so forth. So. Um, Before we get more into some of the things that you can learn, and we're going to use mine as the reference, of course, you don't need a whole lot of information to 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 run and do a person's chart. So, what would you share that with the listeners? There's basically three pieces of information that are required, and that is your birth date. Almost everybody knows their birth date. I've not come across anybody that's not sure. Actually, I did come across one person. Um, The second thing I need is your birth place. And uh, just by, you know, city and state or city and country, because I can get it either way. The one piece that tends to be the one that sticks people up is the uh, birth time. And that's because sometimes it's not on birth certificates, which I I just, you know, I go, wow, they're trying to keep me from doing my job here. Um, But there's other ways to get your birth time if you don't have it on your birth certificate. Um, I often call it just... uh, the, the anecdotal sort of evidence that you gather through, you know, your life, like mom saying, "Oh yeah, you came, you you interrupted my lunch," or <laughs> you know, <laughs> dad couldn't get to the hospital because the traffic was so bad. That kind of thing really gives mm-hmm. me an idea where we can start zoning in on what your birth time is if you don't know it. So don't let anything like that stop you. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you'll have your birth time or your birthplace and and your birthday. Time is something we can contend with, but. Uh, sometimes it's a little more difficult, you know. If, if uh, I've run across people where most of the family members are dead, uh, nobody nobody remembers, you know, anything. Somebody just wrote Mighty Mouse cartoon was on when they came into the world. <laughs> Mighty Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Mighty Mouse was on at 3 p.m. <laughs> on that day, um, yes. But but the, but being specific about time, though, I mean. I would imagine a few minutes here or there or whatever, but when you start being off by hours then, does that affect? It does affect it. It does affect. So yeah. one of the things I do when people um, have like a, a sort of an idea, like I was born in the morning, well, the morning comprises several hours, so I've got to narrow it down. I'll ask them to give me three words that describe their personality. And that will often allow me to zero in even closer as to what the rising sign would be. Because basically the rising sign, or you might have heard it called the ascendant, is the starting point, the gateway that you came into this world. And uh, it reminds me of the tarot card that has the world uh, where the woman is like stepping through, maybe it's even an angel, stepping through uh, like a doorway. It's your entry point into the planet and into this lifetime. And from it, your viewpoint stems. So your personality, if you give me three main words and they tie in with a sign, then I can adjust this chart until I actually have that, that rising sign. And then when all else fails, we just set the chart for noon and um, see what kinds of ways that we can uh, find major events in your life that happened that allow us to time it a little bit better. So you can kind of go backward. Yeah, so you can kind of work yeah. backwards a little bit. Well, yeah, we can work backwards. 
And so your rising sign, your rising sign is the same as like your sun's sign, right? When you hear no, people talk about all. horoscope, or is that different? It's absolutely I, different. I, get the, I mean, okay. it could be the same, but the sun is, you know, the sign that the sun was in uh, at the oh, moment okay. you were born. But the rising sign is the sign that would have been the constellation or sign is where we're getting that from, that is rising on the eastern horizon the moment you come into the world. So, for instance, I'm a Gemini, but my rising sign was Cancer. In your case, here you are, a Leo, but your rising sign is Taurus. So Mm. one fundamentally describes your personality, and that's the rising sign. The sun tells us more about what you are going to put your will towards in this life. It's sort of your ego um, self and, you know, what did you come here? I, I guess you could say it's more what you came here to do and your rising sign is more about who you came here to be. Interesting, So there's okay. a distinction between the two. And the, the third um, piece is the moon, of course. Those are the three biggies that, uh, you know, we're really interested in. And because the, the moon moves much quicker than any other body that we're looking at, um, we also, you know, that's why the closer the birth time, the better, because then we get uh, an accurate moon sign. And so all these things are important, but we can certainly play with anybody's chart and get to what we need. The other thing is if a client's in front of me, I can often look at them and see what their rising sign is by what they look at, because it's the rising sign describes also your physical characteristics. I can almost always tell a Leo rising right off because they have a presence. You feel it. I can Mm -hmm. almost always tell a Scorpio rising because they have a very intense look around the eyes. How do I describe that? Well, I don't know. Usually you can see their eyebrows are pointing inward and down or there's, you know, creases in their forehead and that sounds like they're ugly people. That's not what I mean at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's just you can tell. You sort of develop an affinity for... Uh, what you know, people might look like, and now it doesn't always so, work out that way. But, so the Leo uh, makes sense that I came in as as a Leo. Yeah, Leo. Uh, you know, yeah. and and so I know you know. So when you have a like a Leo with with a Taurus rising, what's the Taurus it makes for all an about? Interesting person because Taurus and uh, Taurus is a fixed sign. And uh, when I say fixed, I mean they kind of get stuck. And uh, Leo is also a fixed sign. So you have uh, a a streak of stubbornness and impatience maybe or uh, not persistence. Um, I, I typically am, I'm pretty, uh, just to affirm that, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I stick to all kinds of things, but the angels giggle a lot and not so much <laughs> in in this year, but they said I get ahead of myself. In um, other words, the thing, if you the don't guy, move forward, I, you mean? Or? No, no, I actually, I will be trying to initiate action that's a year down the road. Like, I, I'll, like, try to get too far ahead, move too fast, you know. Um, in the past, I, I've done that. Where I, So I I see that as kind of an impatience. Like, oh, okay, well, it's yep. time for this. But it's not time, and so I've had to... You know, two two years of training of angels of staying in the moment has been very helpful to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. And, you know, the, where that's coming from in your chart is that if you look just to the bottom right of the circle in your chart, you see a little grid uh, with the letters C, F, and M across the top. C stands mm-hmm. for cardinal, and that's the initiating energy. Fixed is the energy of staying the course, and M is for mutable, but that's the energy of change. Well, notice that if you go down that column of under the C energy, you have quite a few planets, you know, representing cardinal signs. And so that, there's where that sort of impulse to move forward and change something, uh, you know, you've got it sort of evened out here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven under cardinal, two, four, six, seven under fixed, and one, two, three, four, five, six under mutable. So you're really a very balanced personality. But those cardinal energies are really passionate energies and very go-getting energies. And so it's possible that at times, you know, you wanted to to jump out and um, the angels probably had to point out to you that it might be better to stay the course right now than to, you know, move forward. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that. That's That's so true. Yeah. So, yeah. so what other things? What other? Th- I'm, I'm getting into this now, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
And, well, and know, so, listen, well, we before sort of we jump about ahead, how about the where the moon is? How to what is that uh, about? Sure. The moon, the moon is your emotional self and your intuitive self and your connection to um, the feminine, the goddess energy. And uh, the moon often describes your um, the the things that fulfill you emotionally. And your moon is in Gemini. So, of course, Gemini is the sign of communication. So no surprise to me at all that you are in a communication field, um, basically, you know, translating angel messages out to the world via a radio show, uh, I don't, uh, through written language, the, your books, because your, your uh, uh, Geminis are the, your writers. I mean, they're the ones that write and do all that kind of stuff. And... Um, you know that that's very fitting for your moon. So every so you are nourished kind of by speaking or talking or communicating, sharing ideas. Um, you know, being with people and sort of that lighter uh, Gemini energy is very uh, much cheerleader energy if I think about it because they're they're uh, very gregarious and outgoing. So your moon is fulfilled through the communication field, and it's in your first house. And we haven't really talked about the houses yet. Um, uh, the houses are the areas of your life that we see the energy taking place, and it's in your first house. So it very much is so that you are a communicator, a teacher, uh, a learner, a lifelong learner can come into this as well, but someone who wants to share information and ideas. Does that sound like anybody you know? Oh, my goodness. That's And, and it's so... You know, it's wonderful to have this show, to to be writing, and I had so many interests, so many ways that I could have gone um, to do different things that, you know, interested in me. And I think we were talking about this before the show, about my chart kind of having things that's showing that I may have a hard time figuring out what I want to do because I have so many things yeah. uh, that, are, that are interests. But truly, everything... You know, I, I loved my client work, but I'm on sabbatical with one-on-one work because for me it was all about, and it became very clear to me, um, and you're affirming that, that sharing myself, sharing um, my own journey, you know, communicating these ideas to empower others to be <laughs> able to, to heal, I get as much out of doing the show just by, you know, sharing, just by yeah. telling those stories. And so it makes me happy. I'm a very joyous and happy person right now. I've got this novel that I finished um, finally, you know, and then just, you know, doing this show. It's a joy. It's not work to yeah. me at all. Well, and interestingly enough, using the word joy pops into my field here because uh, there's a, an Arabic part, you know, there was the, an Arabic system of doing astrology, and uh, most of the things that they did were mathematical contrivances. And there's uh, a mathematical derivation called the part of fortune. And what I always describe this to people is the, that once you hit upon this in your life, it's the place where you can find most joy, the most joy. Your part of fortune is in the third house, which is the house ruled by Gemini, which is the house of communication, teaching, you know, reaching out to people, um, communicating ideas and concepts and sharing, all that kind of stuff. And so that reinforces your moon. And so these two pieces are working together very well in um, allowing you to do the work that you're doing and in creating that feeling of joy. And just, you know, let me clarify for the listeners, before uh, the show today, I noticed in CJ's chart that she has a configuration. In other words, the planets kind of come together in a way that they form a star of David uh, in her chart, which is fabulous. We were talking about it, though, that it sometimes is a person who has so many options in their life um, that they can scatter their energy and not get real clear uh, or get real clarity on what they want to do uh, because there's so many things that she could do. Um, she's sort of missing one little side here. It's not. It's a farther apart um, separation than the others, and that's where her opening is. Um, and then you know you shared with me, CJ, that the Star of David was uh, a symbol that was very important to you. So you know I'd never had made the connection between the symbols that we see 
uh, through the configurations in a chart and how that might show up in a person's life. That's it's a, he, yes, it, in fact, it, it became very predominant in writing Angel Incarnate. It is uh, the center of the symbol of what they call the sigil dialmuth, which is uh, Enochian angel calls. And so when you said it was a star, David, I was like, get out of here, Janet, you're kidding me. Because it's, <laughs> I, I just, ne- again, I, like you said, I'd never... Um, Never heard about you know a pattern showing up like that, something that's very recognizable, yeah. like a Star of David. Well, I understand we have an astrology question from a, a gal named Debbie. Would you like to, to bring her on here real quick? Yeah, um, that would be fine if it's a general question, because otherwise I have to pull up a chart, and uh, it mm-hmm. looks like I've got her birth information, um, but it takes me a few moments to put up a chart. <laughs> To, to put all that information together. So maybe we could bring her on and find out what her question is, and maybe I can help her. Okay, and, and if it needs something outside of the – we'll do that. I love going with the flow. Hello, Debbie. Welcome to the Angel Connection. Hi, how are you, CJ? I'm wonderful. Thank you I, for calling. I just – I actually didn't have a particular question other than I I knew that you were on it, so I – gave out my birth date, or maybe there's a an angel message for me instead well what do you what do you think Janet? Um, I was looking for her birth information and then then I just found it so um debbie, what is uh your okay i've got is it Brockton Massachusetts mhm yes ma'am and okay and april twenty fourth was it april twenty third twenty third that's my son in law's birthday it's a very good day. And we have 19. We don't have to share that out loud, do we? <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't really matter. It's pretty funny. De- de- <laughs> <laughs> not that old. <laughs> uh, so did you, you did you just want me to kind of take a look and see in general what might be going on for you? or? Yes. I think I just have never had anybody do my birth date before in time. Oh, okay. Well, let's see if. Uh, maybe you guys can talk about angels for a second while I finish this up, and it'll take me just another minute here. Okay. And well, Debbie, I, I will comment while Janet's working on your chart, and we can talk about that. You know, you have a, just amazing angel with you, and this is an angel that's been with you since you were a little girl. So I definitely want to affirm that, and and. Generally, you know, every I see everyone has a guardian angel, but this is like an extra angel. And so this angel is, is very much energy uh, of support and protection. I'm not sure what was going on for you as a child. You know, if something happened, you're in harm's way. But I just see that you've been very, very protected. Maybe that your life hasn't always been easy, like mine certainly hasn't. But you, you definitely have the protection. You definitely have this, this protective energy. And what that tells me also about you just looking at this beautiful presence, um, and, and I see uh, often see colors that are associated. This is just a very beautiful green, almost like, you know, when you see this beautiful dark green grass, you know, and things right now it's springtime, so that's kind of coming to mind. Um, but just that 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 pure energy of the heart uh, is there with you. Um, but you are you were given this special angel by God, I believe, because of the things that you would do in your life or the way that you would care for others. You're a very caring person and, and very loyal, and you, you certainly um, just are someone who just gives tremendously. And so I want to make sure you're given to yourself from time to time, dear, because you're such a, you know, you're a wonderful person. Um, And I know sometimes people in your life may not appreciate that, but I do, and I know that the seraphim do. And and so they just really wanted me to acknowledge that that you've had this blessing, this sort of extra blessing that you are going to need in this lifetime. Well, thank you very much for that. So I do, I have your chart up, Debbie. And I can see that. Is, is, how is everything with your health right now? With my house? Health. Oh, my health. Oh, I just had neck surgery. <laughs> oh, okay. But, uh, but I chose to do it because I had been in a bad car accident when I was younger and the vertebrae was moving and I didn't want to lose the use of my arms in the future. Ah, well, interestingly enough, how's this for irony? 
the sign Taurus, which you are a Taurus, is ruled. Uh, it rules each sign um, rules a specific part of the body, and Taurus rules the neck of all things. Mm-hmm. And over the last several weeks, um, we you have had a parade of planets dancing through your uh, natal sign. And, uh, in fact, it was Mars, the Sun, Mercury, Venus. Um, all of them, you know, are in the process of still moving through Taurus. So um, it, it would be interesting that it was the neck that showed up in the health house um, for an issue. Now, the other thing that's really fabulous that's coming up for you is that you're about to experience a Jupiter return. And when I say about to, it'll be in the next couple of weeks. And a Jupiter return, and let me describe this for you, every planet in your chart has a, a period of time it takes to go completely around the chart. Jupiter's cycle is 12 years. So every time that Jupiter goes around the chart and comes back to its position where it was in, when you were born, it's sort of like um, a birthday for Jupiter, let's say. And, and for you, it means that you're embarking on a new 12-year cycle of growth because Jupiter rules growth and expansion in the chart. And so that's happening very shortly for you. And so what I often tell people when they're experiencing something like this is to look back 12 years ago and see what kind of things were begun for you at that time. This is happening in your seventh house, which is the house of relationships, marriage, partnerships. I'm um, getting a divorce. (laughs) I, I was just going to say before you said that, uh-huh. Uh, it has everything to do with relationships, including the process of going through divorce. Um, it's triggered here, and there were probably other planets that triggered this, um, namely uh, Lilith, who is something we haven't really talked about in today's show, but she shows us your shadow side, the part that you haven't wanted to look at. And for you, your Lilith is in Libra, the sign that rules relationships. And there's a fear that goes on then with you uh, of being isolated or being lonely. And so relationships become something that you're really holding on to, even if it's something that isn't good for you anymore. So this is probably a real opening for you in light of that uh, Jupiter transit uh, that's setting you up for a new 12-year cycle of growth. So embrace this change. I would say that it is probably something that, although it is you know, possibly not... Uh, emotionally fulfilling at this uh, moment in time, you will see in retrospect was really uh, something that was happening good for you. Well, good. That's wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that sounds exciting. It is. Now, one thing I want to caution you about is over the next couple of years, Saturn, the planet of duty and responsibility and focus, um, is going to be making a move into your 12th house. And the 12th house is the house that where our fears get triggered. <clears throat> so I want you to be very aware that when fears, uh, if fears begin to show up or ways in which you are limiting yourself by if the way that you're thinking or the things that you're acting upon in your life, to, t- to stop and take a breath and realize <clears throat> that fear is really just false evidence. It's appearing real. If you take each one of those letters, that mm-hmm. there's nothing true. Like yeah, I really like that. And, you know, I'm a different kind of astrologer in that I look at the 12th house and I don't just see all the evils of limitations and prisons and self-imposed limitations or uh, prison-type atmosphere. What I see is all of the stuff that is covering up the truth of who you are, a divine being. And once you get through that muck, then what's left is your truth. And that's the process that you go through here in the next couple of years. So just keeping that in mind, just put that, you know, file it away for when you might not feel so good about what's going on in your life and realize that uh, you are, mm, you're just getting to the nitty gritty of who you really truly are, the angel inside of you, if you will. Okay. Okay? Thank you very much. Thanks for calling, Debbie. I appreciate it. Bless both of you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bless you too. Bye-bye. Wow. See, that's the kind of stuff I love to do, CJ, right? opening up somebody's world like that, and it's just... Well, what was so interesting, because we bounced back and forth and then never had an opportunity to do that, was her mentioning her neck in this car accident when she was younger, which was right what I was seeing, that she had been in harm's way but was protected before, you know, when she was younger. Huh? So it's, it's in and everything in the charts about neck, her neck. Wow. Wow, yeah. see? And, and, and what I love about that demonstration 
uh, too, is just that these are the practical ways that it can help you navigate or have, like you said, I want you to be mindful of the fears that, that may occur in the next couple of years. You know, yeah. good things good things to know. Very good things to know. <laughs> well, I think we have a uh, – oh, wow, Ellen is on the line, the host of Your Pleasure. So yeah. let's Hi, bring Ellen on. we got some time for Ellen. Hi, Ellen. It's CJ. How are you? Hi, CJ. I Hi, love Ellen. your show. Hi, Janet. I love your show, too. You girls you. combined. What a double duo of information and the co-mingling of the understanding and the energies. It's just so exciting, so exciting, so wonderful to hear. Um, I, I do have a little question, okay? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I've been listening to this awesome tape lately, and it's called... Um, uh, listening to your spirit guides, and I always know that my spirits are around, and uh, I'm, I'm getting like a delineation. But I was wondering, maybe from CJ in particular, can you give me an idea? Is there like a particular um, energy that you see or feel around my life in particular? I mean, I know I, I've always been into teaching about self-healing, and it's always been through sensual sexuality because I think I really feel the body and orgasm and treating yourself well is really a a, a real means of of self-love on a metaphysical and physical level um, but I feel like um, there's a lot of changes going on in my life and um, I, I think that my healing is moving to a completely different plane so uh, kind of Quickly, I know we don't have a lot of time. Do you see anything for me? And Janet, do you see anything for me? <laughs> well, I'll yeah. take I'll take lead as Janet is is compiling here. Yeah, okay. You know, I, I I see this this next phase of your life, and I will talk about the energies around you because they they have been changing a lot as well. And I yeah. agree with your statements, and I I think that the passion that you have for you know what what it is that you're teaching about all of these things. But, you know, what the angels are saying is that many new talents that you have and 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 um, capabilities are emerging right now. And some of them may be very new territory for you, things that you haven't experienced, um, gravitating toward, you know, learning new things and, and all of this. Because there's a potential in you that comes from this very balanced space. And I see you completing this cycle and, and Janet can look on your chart, you know, it, over the next, you know, year to year, probably not two years, but at least especially over the next year, because right. everything that is, is it, it's like you have sort of gone and mastered in, in a certain broad path, right, but they, right. they're, show, they're showing me that there's so much more of you that you just haven't even discovered yet. Right, right. That's what I I told somebody that asked me because I'm getting in. I'm doing the the Zizia Moringa now, and I I told everybody I said I'm not a one trick pony because I was born the year of the horse, and uh, I I definitely feel like I have a lot of horse in me. And rather than just being the one that's pulling the cart, I feel like I've been you know let to run now, and and I'm definitely you know in a full gallop, or I'm I'm at least at a at a cancer, getting ready to do a full gallop. So it's it's really quite an exciting time in my life. And this know? is about greater freedom of expressing all of you. Thank you. You know, and wonderful. and to be into and to to become. You're already a force to be reckoned with. Your energy is very powerful, but really to bring in just this whole sphere of who you are. Um, I do want to acknowledge. Um, uh, you you have a, a, a guardian angel, of course. You have a, a another angel uh, that's with you. You have a lot of uh, Archangel Raphael energy. So you could definitely... Oh, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Raphael was the energy that I was uh, tapping into because Raphael is for healing, right? Yeah, right. right and right, so, okay. the, so that Archangel is very predominant right now for you. And I have to mention that you have uh, you do have a family member uh, a couple generations back that's with you. 
Um, and she's she she's chosen really to learn. She's less your guide, and you're more her guide. Um, but she's learning a lot from you. And I would say, like a great grandmother, um, she's very prim and proper. I see her. Um, She's not a not a uh, larger woman at all. She's very uh, like a thin, you know, not too frail, but I mean, very thin, uh, decent, you know, uh, height, not real short. And um, but she just kind of waved at me, so I had to mention her. And I'll give you to Jana now. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So Ellen, one of the things that there's two things I want to pull out, and I know we're running low on time here, but one Mm -hmm. is that you're in the midst of your Saturn return. And that happens at age, you know, 57, 58, and is a time in your life when you begin to let go of everything that isn't authentic to you at this point Mm. in your life. And, you know, what happens is we often meet that with some sort of resistance. So at this point, I would say whatever it is that you feel is um, had its time uh, to to be very free uh, to let it go because this time is about, in fact, the key words for a Saturn return at this time of your life is called pruning your life mm-hmm. and uh, because that way you cut out anything that really isn't authentic to who you've become. Now, right. the second thing that I want to tell you is this. One of the new pieces that I'm really concentrating a lot of energy on in people's charts is the galactic center. To me, the Galactic Center is a place where the Akashic Records can be found. Uh, It holds all of the ancient knowledge of what you came here to do. And as Pluto made a conjunction to the Galactic Center in, like, 2006, it started to stimulate those hidden memories coming up to surface for us. So we're all in this new paradigm, if you will, of looking at what we really came here to, to do, perhaps, or an energy that we held that would bring us into contact with how we could uh, forward this new paradigm, the age of Aquarius, ascension, whatever it is you want to call it, it doesn't really matter. Your galactic center sits in the sixth house of healing. Excellent. And, uh, so when when I just got chills when she said uh, Raphael and you said yes Raphael and I'm thinking isn't he the healing angel and then she said right. healing and I'm like yes right on because right. that's what's being uh, triggered for you at this point at this point in your life is that right. healing energy right so, you know I can tell you, you right now I I've always considered myself a signpost for people and I just point in a direction I I try to do the best that I can in my own life I feel very blessed that I am healthy I don't take any medications I'm you know I'm strong I'm fit I, I'm everything I want to be because I've taken really good care of myself and I meditate so I keep my spiritual my intellectual and my body sort of balanced uh, between those three important areas of my life. But here I am at this point in my life where I am using myself as an example to many people who are coming across my path. They're practically getting dropped in my lap, which is just <laughs> fabulous. And they are they have a need, and I can point them in the right direction. And when I point them in the right direction, they just call me up and tell me how much they love me, which is just <laughs> a wonderful thing. Because when you know you're doing your heart's work, when you are constantly um, being rewarded for it, one way or the other, you are being rewarded for it. And uh, and I constantly I ask my angels all the time. I ask my spirit guides for help, for assistance, and they give it to me all the time. It's just absolutely fabulous. It's absolutely um, a blessing that everybody can have. I don't understand why more people don't ask, but that's uh, it's it's good to know so that I'm in a powerful what they place. Think they have to do. Yeah. Well, you guys, ladies, 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 <laughs> I have to interrupt because we're down to a minute, uh, minute and thirty here. Thanks so much for calling, Ellen. We're gonna have to do thank this you again. For, thank you, absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, Janet, um, hey, you know, I, I'm just letting everybody know if I cut off, you have to listen to the archive because I promised Andrea she could come on here and I could do a little angel reading for her. But um, Janet, how can people get a hold of you, real quick, before oh, I? Okay. Uh, people can get a hold of me through my website, which is www.living-astrology.com, or you could just reach me at Janet at living-astrology.com. 
Wonderful, Janet. Well, I want to mention before I get to Andrea here, uh, I'm off and doing a rebroadcast next week, but on May 31st, it's all about the incarnate angels, and you're going to hear stuff here that you've never heard anywhere else, so mark your calendars. And I want to uh, welcome Andrea on to the Angel Connection. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, how are you? Thank you. I, we're, we're running to the wire. I'm not getting off okay. the phone. Um, I promised that I would get to you, and I really felt from the angels that I needed to get to your question, dear. And what, what is your question tonight? Well, I'm having a hard time, um, and I was wondering if you have any messages for me. I, I'm going through, like, a lot. I can really see that, and when you talk, I, I'm just feeling your heart, dear, that, you know, you're just kind of looking around going, what on earth is happening, right? What right. is going on? Why are all these things happening to me right now? And so I'm really glad that you called, and you do have a lot of angels around you helping to support you to be strong, and I know that this is a time right now where it's difficult to be strong. I don't only, I not only see a lot of upheaval, um, but I see, you know, a lot of disappointment as well, things that, you know, people that you perhaps thought you could count on um, not really being there. Um, exactly. A betrayal even. I mean, you really feel pretty upset right now about these people. Let me tell you what's really going on, okay, so you can at least understand. Something in you is about to just break loose and uh, in a growth spurt, and and you have a very beautiful frequency anyway. And I know you're also asking yourself, well, wh why are people treating me like this? Because I don't treat people this way. Mm -hmm. And so, but what happens sometimes, especially with this shift, people who have such a beautiful light like you, people all around are making choices whether they're going to choose fear right now or whether they're going to move to the other side of that equation. For people who have such a beautiful soul as yours that is naturally healing anyway, just being, or I'm just saying, even being near you, being around you, these people that are that are misbehaving and doing these things to you, this is all their garbage, girl. This is not yours. The angels want me to affirm that these people going out of your life, these things that are happening are... are helping to sort of clear out the the not so good, you know, to to really get these people out of of your energy because they don't want to grow. They don't want to move into the same energy that you do. But it can be very difficult and challenging when these kinds of things happen. I always tell uh my clients sometimes when you get to a particular frequency you know, your soul is vibrating to a certain frequency. So you can be an angel to a lot of people, but every once in a while somebody sees you like a demon, you know, like a bad person, and they can, they can attack you. It can come out of nowhere. <clears throat> and those are the kind of people you really don't want around you. It's hard to, to deal with this right now, but it will pass, and things are going to be better after this. But you have to stay true to who you are. I know you want to, we often want to lash out. We want to prove ourselves. You don't have anything to prove to this, to anybody. And and so they really want me to say that. You don't have to defend yourself. You know your truth. you just got to stand strong in it. And there's something just real important, you know, in the coming years that you're, that in your life that you're going to do. I can see it. But really? this shake-up right now is just getting out the dead weight out of your life. And it's better it's, to know now. It's not just, like, it's my family. It's, you know, my ex. It's my own mother. It's everybody. Like. I know. It's like they're saying, like, it's my fault that the reason why the, my kid's father left me and that, you know, and then the girlfriend harasses me and I, I don't. I I know, sweetheart. I know. And this is just their own fears that they're trying to put on you right now, and it is very hard. I'm glad you called because it's hard to stay strong when it's your family. But it wasn't your fault that, that your ex left. <laughs> you know that's not true. <laughs> but, you know, 
you do have God's support. It's all around you. And I know things will get better. You just have to have faith, sweetheart, right now. Do you do you see me moving? I'm, I can't afford the place that I'm in. He left me here with three kids. I'm, and it's like my mom saying, you're not trying hard enough to look for a place. Yes, I am. I'm looking. I don't see anything. Am I looking in the wrong place? Am I supposed to move outside of where I'm at right now? I don't. I, I don't know. I know that, and you know, I've been where you are with with two kids, not three, but two. And there's a lot of unknowns, and and you're trying to provide, and you don't have a lot of support right now. But I know that I I do believe that there is a, another place for you. It's just kind of hard to tune out all these negative voices right now, so that that path can become clear to you. You know, but be patient, and I think something within the next several weeks is going to allow you to make a change that you can manage. Like next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I think it's probably that far away. But times, you know, times a little, <laughs> times a little tricky sometimes. But I just uh, the biggest message from the angels for you, sweetie, is keep having faith in yourself, faith in God. This is you will be all right. Because I, the landlord now is like asking me, no, do you have the rest of the rent money? You know, are you going to move? Let me know. Please make sure you have somewhere to, you know, make sure you have, you know, a place to go. And I'm like, I, I don't know, you know? Yeah, I, I understand, sweetie. I know. So but I don't, I, I'm. <sighs> so that's why I'm just like I was trying to get out of here before the month was over. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind if I jump in, CJ? Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> um, Andrea is right. Yes. Hi, Andrea. Um, can you tell me what sign you are, or or when your birthday is? Eleven twelve nineteen eighty two. Eleven twelve nineteen eighty two. So you are a Scorpio. Scorpio. Yes. Yes, you are. And for you, what's happening right now is that Scorpio is playing host to the planet Saturn, mm-hmm. and nineteen eighty two puts you at what thirty one, thirty two, thirty one. So thirty. So you. So you're experiencing your first Saturn return. And uh, if you were listening on the line, there was a woman that was experiencing her second, and it was about pruning her life. For you right now, it's sort of the same kind of thing, except instead of pruning to let go of things uh, that you don't want to carry you into your older age, this is about you pruning your life of the things that aren't um, going to allow you to live your life path. And uh, so, and I don't know exactly what your life path is, you know, without pulling a complete chart for you, but I can tell you that this is a process that takes probably uh, one and a half to two years to complete. By no means is it this intense during that full time, but in the end, what you're left with is the truth of who you are, and that's what's worth going through it for, right? That it's that you come out clean purified, if you will, uh, in a way that allows you to see the truth of your life and to be who you want to be and not what other people want you to be. Um, and, right. You know, that's, that's where the, the, the joy will come in as you allow this process to go through. Um, change is never easy, and a Scorpio does not like change. Um, they're not exactly the ones that will pursue it. Um, but I do know that they are the ones that will hold on to things well beyond the time that they need to. And so let go. Just let go. And it, what's that saying? Let go and let God, right? Yes, right. And that's and that was the message I was getting is like all this has to happen this way. Um, but it's just never never easy to. And I'm, I'm going to include you in my prayers, dear. I know you don't have a easy easy road of it at all. And I really appreciate you calling this evening. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Take care. Good luck to you. Yes, Thank good you. luck. 
Thanks. Well, uh, we went over, but until next time, my friends, remember to be <laughs> angelic to yourself so you can become an angel to others. Take care and have a blessed week.